Thanks for listening to this segment of the Beyond the Game program. We do hope you enjoy it. Just a reminder that the show is listener-supported. Your financial gifts and prayerful support are critical in helping us air this program and bringing the gospel to thousands of people around the world through Sports Talk Radio. Find out more at our website, btgprogram.com. And once again, thanks for listening. Bob Dranoff is the commissioner of the East Coast Conference, in which, of course, Roberts Wesleyan College competes. With the ECC Basketball Championship Tournament just a couple weeks away, Dr. Dranoff joins us now via the BTG studio line. Thanks so much for coming on the program. It's it's truly a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, for me too, Rick. I'm glad that uh, we had a chance to talk. Roberts Wesleyan College will be hosting, as I just said, the men's and women's basketball tournaments on Saturday and Sunday, March 3rd and 4th. And obviously, we love that Roberts is hosting this year's tournament. But let me give you a chance to share your thoughts on some of the facilities that they have there. Can you talk about coming to Rochester and specifically to the Roberts Wesleyan campus? And is there perhaps something that you're looking forward to when the tournament starts up here in Rochester? Well, to, to answer your uh, last question, we're uh, very much looking forward to coming up to Rochester for the whole experience. Um, what uh, we do in, uh, in our, the sport of men's and women's basketball is we've set up a, uh, a schedule um, uh, for uh, several years in advance, and we move, uh, so we predetermine the site of the basketball tournament. This is going to be the first year that Roberts will host basketball. They have hosted um, our outdoor track and field championship and our cross country championship in the past done a, a great job. Um, and so this is the first time with basketball, which as you can imagine is one of our, our bigger events. So one of the, uh, there's certain criteria that we look for for our campuses. You know, we have a combination of, of institutions regarding their, uh, in terms of their facilities. Some are, 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 are pretty small. It would be difficult to host a, a basketball tournament there, uh, restrictive in uh, number of locker rooms or size of uh, gymnasium, et cetera. Um, Roberts is uh, the Voller Athletic Center uh, on the Roberts campus is is uh, truly one of the, the the best in our athletic conference. So we're excited for that reason to come up. We also know that uh, you know in a lot of the work I've been doing with um, athletic director Bob Seagave and uh, President Porterfield from Roberts. Um, we know what a, a great partner the Rochester community is to the college, and so uh, we're looking forward to to, uh, to doing some good things there. Sizing up the men's bracket, there are three teams which I would think have to be viewed as heavy favorites, that being Damon College, St. Thomas Aquinas, and Bridgeport. And of them, Bridgeport would seem like an overwhelming favorite, having won, as we're talking now, their last 12 in a row. Do you think it's good for the tournament, do you think it's healthy to be somewhat top-heavy and to have such strong standouts that perhaps everybody's going to be gunning for? Or do you think that fans of other schools really won't be all that intimidated of a team like Bridgeport having had been so good all season long? Well, you know, it, it's uh, from year to year, you never know what will happen. We, uh, you're right. Uh, there's three teams that have had uh, really successful uh, seasons uh, in terms of wins and losses, but we've also had years where uh, uh, you know dark horse may come in at at the end and, and go on a little run. There's a, another couple of uh, schools that have either three or four games left in their regular season before they get into the playoffs. So you know things can change. Um, I've had the uh, opportunity to see all three teams play this year. They're all really good and and. Uh, 
Um, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas has been our uh, champs the last two years in a row. And uh, um, so, you know, you never know. You never know when you get to the playoff. The way our playoffs work is uh, six top teams qualify, top two get a, a bye uh, into the uh, semifinal round. And so uh, the other four will play off uh, the Wednesday before the tournament. And so I'll tell you, Rick, you never know what <laughs> what will happen. Um, but they are some really, really uh, – they, all teams boast uh, some excellent student-athletes, um, exciting uh, players. On the women's side, there are, again, three very strong schools at the top. St. Thomas Aquinas, again, joined by LIU Post. And our own Red Hawks from Roberts Wesleyan College having a great year. It would seem to be good for business, as they say, to have the home team among the top schools competing. And I'm, I'm certainly not minimizing the men's team's presence by any way. Uh, but is it a boost for the conference when the home team goes deep into the tournament? Well, sure. You know, we, we would... Uh, you would think that uh, the host school would uh, really do a great job promoting and, and, and the students on campus would be supportive. Um, obviously, we're, hope, we're hoping regardless of, of who's playing, people will see this as a great opportunity to see uh, some quality uh, college basketball. That being said, um, you're right. On the women's side, you know, Roberts, once again, um, uh, they've, uh, they've always been in the mix, uh, on the, on the women's basketball side in these playoffs. Uh, once again, they're right there. St. Thomas Aquinas is having a really special season. Uh, post, uh, LIU post for the first time in a, in a bit, uh, they're back in the mix too. They're, uh, they're doing an outstanding job. Um, but you know, you never know. Uh, Queens College, um, last year, uh, the, uh, back in 16, Queens College was our champs. They lost in the final last year and then went on an amazing run, uh, in the uh, NCAA playoffs. Um, so, you know, you, you, again, <laughs> I'll be, uh, I'll be a little repetitive here, but, you know, we're just looking, uh, it, it's very competitive. Uh, it's, it's always, you never know. NYIT last year ended up winning our conference championship. And, uh, again, a real special season for them last year. So Yeah, and you're right, Bob. You, you never know, which is why I want to encourage fans, encourage listeners, go on out. You're going to see some great basketball, and you never know what you're going to see. We're talking with Dr. Bob Dranoff. He's the commissioner of the East Coast Conference. In two weeks, Roberts Wesleyan College will be hosting that conference tournament. The ECC is, of course, Division Two, From the commissioner's office, the view there, what are the most significant benefits of playing at the D2 level? You know, I, I, I've had the uh, opportunity to uh, be an administrator at uh, all three NCAA uh, levels, one, two, and three, over my career, long career. But the majority of the time I've spent has been in Division Two as an athletic director and now the commissioner for the last 10 years. What uh, I will tell you, um, without a doubt, in my mind, is that uh, the philosophy of Division Two? I think, really hits home with student-athletes, their families, and the institutions they play for. Uh, by that, I mean the, the motto uh, of Division Two is make it yours. And, and the idea there, at least to me, the idea is that a student-athlete has the opportunity to truly experience uh, what it is to be a college student and a college student athlete, um, meaning that they'll have a, uh, they have time and, uh, are expected to really commit to being successful at, uh, academically, 
Um, they have a high level of athletic uh, competition and, a, and, a, and the best opportunity in college athletics to have a chance to make it into NCAA postseason. Um, and then they also have a, a real chance to grow as an individual on their campus by having time um, and are encouraged to get involved in other kinds of uh, opportunities on their campus to grow as a complete person. I'm not minimizing the other divisions, but I know that um, uh, for Division II student-athletes uh, who want to take advantage of that, those opportunities are there. You've been the ECC's commissioner since 2008. In your opinion, what are the biggest improvements to the conference over that time? Well, you know, I think um, we're a 10-member conference. Um, we spread from uh, Washington, D.C., uh, through Connecticut, and then they're mostly New York uh, state-based institutions. Um, there's been uh, changes, a lot of changes in college athletics over the years. But in our uh, in our own conference, I think one of the most important changes came back in uh, 2010, 2011, and actually 2009 when University of District Columbia uh, joined us, and then 2011 was Roberts Wesleyan, and then after, right after that was Damon. And I think that. Um, the importance of growth and uh, stretching out our region was a very important change for uh, the conference as a whole as we brought in really good academic institutions and fine athletic programs that, that made for a, for a difference. I also think that, you know, we've grown to be, a, a, we are a relatively small athletic conference, but our level of success um, on the field, on the court, etc. has been pretty outstanding. Yeah, the competition is, is great, and the ECC competes in all the sports, all the college sports that fans love, a host of different sports, which of course means a lot of different games, a lot of athletes, and a lot of stories. Any special moments that stick out to you that perhaps you're most proud of over these last 10 years? Well, you know, one of the things that we talk about, um, and I always talk about, is that this is a conference that's committed to excellence. We say excellence in academics, athletics, and, and service. And um, just a few highlights I'd, I'd really be happy to share with you. Is in terms of academics, we are in the top five of Division II conferences uh, in the NCAA. In terms of academic success rate, which is a number that looks at uh, graduation rates for student-athletes, Last year, we had a record year for uh, students that were named to the commissioner's honor roll, the academic honor roll. Uh, and to get on there, you have to have a, uh, at least a 3.25 cumulative GPA. We had over 1,300 of our student athletes on there. That's not too, too shabby an achievement. In terms of athletics, uh, um, you know, every year we have multiple All Americans, multiple teams that are qualifying for NCAA postseason. Um, we've had in the past uh, several national champions in, uh, in sports like men's and women's lacrosse, uh, in soccer. Uh, this fall, our women's soccer team from Mercy College made it to the uh, uh, NCAA Final Four. Men's soccer, LIU Post, made it to the Final Eight. We're, uh, last year is a really good indication, I think, of athletic achievement. In basketball, uh, both Queens College and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas uh, made it to the Elite Eight. Uh, in the spring, Malloy softball made it to their Elite Eight, and St. Thomas Aquinas went to the championship game in, in baseball. So, you know, I always 
tell people were some ways we're the little engine that could this uh, athletic conference. We always seem to have schools that get it done. And finally, um, one of the real highlights from maybe to me in a lot of ways the most uh, important of what our schools do all of our schools are very active in in service to their communities i just uh i think last week ncaa division two uses a, a, a app that measures uh service hours and uh in the top 20 we had four of our ecc schools listed from over 300 in the country um in terms of commitment to their communities and hours uh, that are given. And, and we just got done with our 10th annual leadership event where we bring student athletes in from all our 10 member schools to talk about leadership, talk about values and, and be involved in community service activities. And, and, um, that's an event and a program that's been recognized by the NCAA and other places. And so I'm, I'm proud that we can be, um, we, we are committed to this idea of make it yours, of, of giving a balanced and a, and a true student-athlete experience. And um, that's, a, that's a big achievement for us, and, and all our schools are committed to it. I think even the casual observer of the East Coast Conference schools notices that the, the emphasis on quality athletics, quality academics, community service – is all very strong. All the schools involved, the students, student athletes, the, the 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 staffs. But is there any areas maybe that concern you that you think we really got to get that fixed, or maybe something you're working towards that would improve the conference in the future even more? Well, you know, we're uh, these are challenging times. Uh, I think any person that works in higher ed would tell you these are challenging times when it comes to enrollment and and uh, funding. So in terms of membership, we're always uh, thinking if do do we need to expand? Uh, would that be good for the student athletes that participate in the institutions that make up our conferences? So that's a constant piece. We also um, spend a lot of time trying to think of ways that we could do a better job in promoting our institutions. We 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 do um, uh, we began this past year a uh, we have our own uh, ECC network where we stream all our championship events at all our institutions have the opportunity to stream uh, multiple athletic events. So. Um, promotion, marketing of the conference, expanding our brand is always important. The last piece that I'll just tell you is that I think what we need to do as a conference and, and all D2 conferences and institutions also need to always keep in mind the opportunity to promote themselves and what, what they are about, what the NCAA Division II model is about. To ask the perhaps the average fan of sports or college sports or or a community member, uh, when they think about college sports, they may automatically think of large, big-time athletic programs that are on TV a lot and, you know, all the good things that they bring, but also some of the, the bad stories that they may hear of student-athlete behavior, behavior by coaches, uh, different kinds of scandals that we hear about eligibility and money and things like that. And, and um, you know, it, it's sometimes it's difficult not to lump all college sports and all college student athletes into the same into the same bowl and 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 I'll tell you there's such a difference in, in a lot of ways what what our commitment is and what we're what we're trying to do uh, with the student athletes and what they think is important and if people came out to watch our our student athletes and the, and the events that we do I think they'd see that the commitment really is to uh, excellence in that moment but understanding it's part of a really a, a bigger picture. Before I let you go, I want to give you an open mic. Is there anything additional you want to say to the listeners here in the Rochester area regarding the upcoming conference tournament at Roberts Wesleyan College? 
Well, wonderful. I do appreciate that uh, a lot, Rick. Yeah. So um, obviously we would love to see uh, anyone that uh, can make their way out to the games. Um, uh, we play, uh, again, it, it is at the Boulder Athletic Center on the campus of uh, Roberts Wesleyan. Uh, games are on Saturday. Uh, we have four games that day. The women uh, doubleheader, the semifinal doubleheaders at 12 and 2.30, followed by the men's doubleheader at 5 and 7.30. And on Sunday, the games, uh, women's championship will be at 12, men at 2.30. Um, the uh, ticket prices are, are very reasonable, $10, which gets you uh, all the games on, on, on uh, the day. So for $10, you come on Saturday and see uh, four really competitive uh, college basketball games. Um, one of the things that we uh, are doing uh, this year is we've had some amazing uh, support from the Veterans Administration uh, folks up around Rochester and Western New York area. Um, I, w- if, uh, I would love for uh, 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 to have the opportunity to help promote the fact that all veterans and active military will be our guests at the games for free uh, those days. Any guests of those mm-hmm. veterans or active military uh, can get tickets for half price if they're accompanying um, the veteran uh, um, we also will have uh, some various veterans organizations that will be coming and displaying information and talk about their organizations right there on site uh, that day. So uh, folks that are coming could gather some information and uh, be able to talk to some of the folks there. We also have um, we've been spending a lot of time uh, organizing um, some entertainment. Uh, we have the 198th Army Band that will be playing um, during the games on Saturday. Uh, you have color guards that are coming in on both days, including uh, Monroe uh, County Sheriff's Office and the Keystone Club Police and, uh, uh, Pipes and Drums that are going to be helping us with the color guard. Um, so we're trying to make it a, a great event. We have contests going on for kids. Um, uh, we hope that it will be a lot of fun. I hope that the community members will come in and support Roberts Wesleyan, but also support all the the, uh, the uh, men and women student athletes that are there and uh, come in and have some fun. And if you can't, if you can't get there, we're also streaming the games live. All they have to do is go to the, um, the ECC.org site and they'll be able to click on there and, and find the game. This sounds great. And that is a classy touch with your nod to the veterans. I know you're busy, but just one more question. We ask of all our sure. guests, we're a faith-based program Many of our listeners are people of faith. So let me ask you, is there anything we could pray about for you? Well, you know, you had asked me that, and and I will tell you um, what I would love for you to do, uh, if this is okay, is is uh, is pray for the health and safety of all our student-athletes that uh, work so hard to rep- represent their institutions and, and represent the conference. You got it. Dr. Dranoff, thanks for joining us, and and best of luck during the tournament and throughout the rest of the school year as spring sports are starting to kick off their season. But thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Rick. It was a great opportunity for me. We've been talking with Dr. Bob Dranoff. He's the commissioner of the East Coast Conference. March 3rd and 4th, Roberts Wesleyan College will be hosting the men's and women's basketball conference tournaments. Make plans to get out there because, as you just heard him say, there's going to be plenty of exciting basketball going on. You won't want to miss it. Ten bucks gets you in the door, and you can see the the full day's worth of basketball. And if you're a veteran, ain't going to cost you a dime. For more information, visit the Roberts website at robertsredhawks.com, or you can visit the conference's website, eccsports.org. 
I want to thank you for listening to the Beyond the Game program. I'm Rick Benson. We'll be back right after this.